Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. The game. I detect a little communism. Well, consider this just a recap of the Supreme Court decisions over the last two weeks. It's been monumental. And it has ranged from gun laws to election laws to school choice to abortion. So they were not afraid in this session of taking on the big topics. And I like to see it, especially when the decisions are going away. I think they should. Of course I do. Uh, But real quick, just a rundown. We're talking about the New York gun law. The Supreme Court essentially said that New York had gone too far in requiring people to prove to New York that they were capable to carry a firearm and they were trustworthy. They said basically the exact opposite should be true the state should have to prove to them why they can't. That's that's the gist of it, okay? So real quick run through here. Main law that they were saying that students who were receiving vouchers from the state, because see, there's a lot of rural schools in Maine, and if you don't have a high school, they would give you a voucher, and you could use that money toward whatever high school you wanted. And I think it may have applied to even outside of high schools, but I know that high schools was uh, probably the person who was in the lawsuit was was talking about that. And Maine said, no, you can't go to a Christian school, though. You can't go to a religious school, essentially. And the Supreme Court said, no, that's not true. You can't discriminate against a school because of its religion. If you're going to issue vouchers, they can take those vouchers wherever they want. That is huge for school choice across the nation, outside of Maine, outside of rural areas. That is going to be used in states very soon, like Arizona, for instance, The governor there is kind of a wishy-washy Republican, but he has signaled support for a bill that has already passed the Arizona Senate to fund, the the old phrase here, fund students instead of systems. So you are talking about basically a voucher system where the money, instead of going directly to the school and the district, goes to the kid or the parent, and the, the kid and the parent get to decide where they go to school. If that gets past the governor, that will be, I think, the biggest law And man, is that fast change. I thought we were going to see this take place over the next several years. We're already seeing it happen in Arizona. And that will be a laboratory to see what it's like. I'm sure they're looking at other places in the country like Maine, like Vermont. Oddly, there are places that have already done this that aren't necessarily conservative places just because of practicality. And how has it worked there? And how will it work on a bigger scale in a place like Arizona? We will see. We will watch that closely. Expect a lot of laws in the wake of that Supreme Court decision. Another one, Roe versus Wade. You ever heard about that one? <laughs> we'll skip that one. I think you probably have heard a little bit about that one. Uh, but then you also have uh, North Carolina voter ID law that really didn't address the law itself. It just uh, addressed who could be in the lawsuit The North Carolina legislature, which is Republican, wanted to represent themselves in the lawsuit and be a part of the voters who are who are issuing the lawsuit. And the North Carolina court said you couldn't. The Supreme Court said you could. So that's a win 
for the legislature in that case. And you would think that helps their case a little bit more in making sure that they can't. It's all about just using voter ID. Isn't that weird? This is something that the vast majority of Americans approve of and want to see happen. And yet the Democrats in North Carolina and pretty much everywhere else are trying to stop voter ID from being used. Why? Well, they think it's going to hurt them. I won't get into it. You already know why. You know why they don't want voter ID. You know why. So here's the argument. Oh, one more. What I want. There's a couple more, but there's one more that I really wanted to highlight. The coach praying in Alabama. Um, the school fired him, said you can't pray on the field. And he was not forcing anybody else to pray with him. He was just doing a Tim Tebow there at the half line before the game. Other students would join him if they wanted to. The school said, no, you can't do that. And they fired him. Supreme Court says you can't do that. That was religious discrimination as well. So pretty much nothing went poorly. <laughs> um, here's the argument that's happened since then, though, regarding Roe versus Wade. Lots of people on the left have said, look, they're overturning precedent. They're going to overturn precedent on everything now that they don't like, basically becoming policymakers. I would advocate strongly against that because that's not the role of the court. But the only cases that they're actually talking about are things like Obergefell, the gay marriage case. And the reason for that is that um, they think that there is no constitutional right to gay marriage. Well, the conservative justices, you, you would assume that the conservative justices do. Here's the problem. Um, nobody's really given you the actual facts on this. So let me give you the, the real facts on why this is being discussed. First of all, uh, Clarence Thomas did say that those are in his crosshairs. So let's not be naive when they make the argument that Clarence Thomas is saying that. He is saying that. He's going all the way and saying, we have created constitutional rights for a lot of things. He cites some other things too, but gay marriage is the big one, that we should not have created constitutional rights to. Now, the left also gets this wrong. Now, now the right has said, no, they're not going to do that. However, Thomas actually did say that. Now, the left, though, is taking that and saying, oh, it's all over. This is what they're going to do. Here's the problem. They're also not correct. Kavanaugh and even Samuel Alito have said they're not going to take those cases up because those are different types of cases. Now, if you, I mean, you're talking about a, you don't get much more conservative than Samuel Alito, unless I guess you're Clarence Thomas. But Kavanaugh said this week, and I'm, I'm quoting from the New York Times here, in his 12-page concurrence in the Roe decision, he said he wanted to address, quote, how this decision will affect other precedents involving issues such as contraception and marriage. He then listed four cases dealing with those issues, including the 2015 ruling establishing a right to same-sex marriage, quote, Overruling Roe does not mean the overruling of those precedents, and it does not threaten or cast doubt on those precedents, Kavanaugh explained. Now, the New York Times just cited Kavanaugh, and they failed to cite the fact that Alito said not the exact same thing, but in sentiment, a similar thing. So don't expect those to be up soon. And here's the other thing, is that those cases, uh, those, those don't even have cases. The Supreme Court just can't decide to take up legislation. They have to have something brought to them, and then they all have to agree, or at least a majority of them have to agree, to take that case. Right now, there is nothing working its way through the court system for that they could even take that case, first of all. And second, they've already announced a whole bunch of things that they're going to take up in future sessions, and none of it has anything to do with that. You want to know what they're going to do? Uh, 
They're going to take on affirmative action. So they're looking at that being something that may actually go away in America. Affirmative action, they may consider that to be uh, discriminatory at this point, that affirmative action is actually, you hesitate to use the term, but reverse discrimination against people of races who are not among the sort of protected class. Um, Don't know. That's just one that they're going to take up. And two more, one of them is dealing with, well, business regulation. This one's not... I hesitate to say this one's a big one, but it has to do with water. And you know how that's a big, the Flint water stuff, that's kind of a big talking point on the left. That one will probably make some waves, no pun intended, with water. But election laws. The court has already agreed to hear a case about whether Alabama can draw a congressional map that packs many black voters into a single congressional district, effectively diluting their political power. That's illegal. You can't do that. The Voting Rights Act of 1964 says you can't do that. Both parties, though, will use that not to protect any racial group, but just to protect their power. Duh. We all know that they do that. About 27% of Alabama's residents are black, and the state has seven house districts. The court may also decide to hear a case that could limit the ability of state courts to review how state legislatures draw districts and otherwise oversee elections. So... That, to me, is the interesting part of this one. we got to get to a break here because old Roy's waiting in the wings. He's frothing at the mouth waiting to get in here and talk about some stuff here on the old July 4th special of Wiggins America. But that one is interesting because the courts have intervened in a lot of these cases and kind of superseded what the state legislatures have wanted to do, both in Republican and Democrat states. So this is a bipartisan thing. If the Supreme Court says the courts below them are overstepping their bounds, that could have a pretty big impact on the way lines are drawn in the future. It won't for the next 10 years because the lines are drawn for now, but it could beyond that, and that's fairly significant. All right, let's take a break, and we'll be right back to talk about which of these are the most important, and let's look at one of those patriotic cartoons. I've got some really cool stuff for this special here. So stick around to Wiggins America. Get more at 971talk.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 